Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Hyde in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. asking me about how to clean clouded plastic headlight lenses. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're an expert apparently. I've done it before. Yeah. But I got a glimpse of his today. I, I wouldn't want to try it. They're Re- pretty far gone. Really? Yeah. They're pretty far gone. How do they get like that? Is it bug guts basically? Uh, no. They don't brush their teeth. I think it's sun. I think it's the sun. Is it uh-huh. toothpaste or is it that wool? I've, I've used toothpaste. Yeah. What's but the wool again? I don't want to go into it because we could take calls for that. Right. You really got to scrub too, don't you? Yeah, I mean, you got to get in there. You can get a rotator cuff injury. Oof. It's uh, it's hard work. Yours are so far gone. I'd I'd look at the. You might discover new ones are cost prohibitive, but I'd still find out what new ones. What would do be. new headlights run you? Well, headlights aren't what they used to be. You know, when but I was a kid, you could go to the drugstore and get a headlight bulb. What? But it's not headlights. Oh, yeah. It's it's the. It's, it's a whole the assembly. It's, it's the a whole casing. assembly. Yeah. yeah, headlight bulbs uh, used to be, uh, you know, three bucks. I just changed a headlight uh, two weeks ago. Did you? Like that. Nothing. Mm-hmm. My Not NAC scale. Your, I'm coming back on the NAC scale. Not right? like your water faucet? No. That or was your hose sprayer? That was tougher. <laughs> Downing, off-site correspondent Downing is a good idea. What? He uh, said, maybe I should dramatize for the listeners the three prices you pay for the winning bidder of the Leonardo da Vinci painting. Ooh. And he also wonders, does the 48-hour rule apply, and can you goldfish it? Goldfishing is when you acquire an item that is the same color as an item you're getting rid of, so you bring in a new snowmobile so long as it's yellow because you got rid of a yellow one. It's like a goldfish, goldfishing. Yeah, but 450, uh, she's going to know. She's going to know 450. $450 million. Well, there's, he paid that price. Mm-hmm. Then there's the price he told her he paid, right? And then the price he's going to pay when she finds out that he paid four hundred and fifty million. But if you're paying four hundred and fifty million, and there's a she involved, I don't think she cares. 
Do you realize that that painting sold? That's for a half a billion dollars, roughly. But it sold for ten grand in two thousand. It sold for sixty dollars at one point. I didn't even see that. I yeah. just saw ten grand. But I, damn, what I, an investment! No, but I think it's a shakeup of the art world. What do you mean? I, I closest next was what Picasso for one seventy nine. No, what I mean by that is apparently it was it was heavily marketed. Uh, in other words, a buzz was created. Marketing people were involved in creating the hype for it. Oh, I see. And uh, <clears throat> I, I, to me, that seems like a shakeup in the art world. I have no idea. Uh, you know, we, um, we know someone who is in the uh, first day, in fact, just first few hours of uh, successfully trying to pull off the 48-hour rule. You? No, 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 no. Don't don't guess because it's someone we all know. Oh, but, okay. And I don't know if it, I. So Kenny bought another snowmobile. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Try not to say it on the air. But uh, we have bets between me, this individual, and another j person mm -hmm. as to whether or not this person is going to be able to pull it off. I I have my doubts that this person is going to be able to do it. Well, the forty-eight hour rule most generally applies to items of a kind. So in the case of the Da Vinci painting, we can make the assumption that whoever bought it is an art collector. Yeah, that so would be you could use the 48-hour rule on this. He could hang it on the wall. It's a tough one to jump into on the first try, right? You don't, what you're saying. You don't obscure it. You can't hide it. Right. It has to be there. If it doesn't get noticed in 48 hours but gets noticed on the 49th hour, he gets to say, what are you talking about? That's been hanging there since I June. I don't know how long it's been. And it's been there a long time. It's the same color as the last one. Yeah, 48-hour rule. Three prices you pay rule. Gold fishing. 50, 50, 90. But it's the concept of $450 million to say you have something. Not even something that you can enjoy. You have just have to stare at it. But to critics, the astronomical sale attests to something else. The degree to which salesmanship has come to drive and dominate the conversation about art and its value. Christie's marketing campaign was perhaps unprecedented in the art world. It was the first time the auction house went so far as to enlist an outside agency to advertise the work, creating a video that includes top executives pitching the painting to Hong Kong clients as the holy grail of our business and likening it to the discovery of a new planet. It's been a brilliant marketing campaign, said Alan Hobart, director of the Pims Gallery in London, who has acquired museum-quality artworks across a range of historical periods for the British businessman and collector Graham Kirkham. This is going to be the future. Okay. I'm not in that art collecting world. I'm not either. But I can't put my finger on what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's almost as though the purity of the art is overshadowed by the hype uh, compelling you to buy it. I understand. I, I'm still stating it clumsily. Uh, they, they, they believe they have consensus that it's the real thing. I'd need more. I'd I'd have to have proof. At a hundred thousand, I'd want I'd want more proof. Mm -hmm. I know what you're saying. Though. It wasn't a natural. Um, say the Picasso that that came up at, at Christie's or whatever auction house it was. Um, there it was forced. That's what you're thinking. That's what you're saying. It was a forced buzz rather than a natural buzz. It's a picture of Christ, isn't it? Yes. Isn't that a ray of hope? Uh, sure. Somebody paid four hundred and fifty million for 
for a Da Vinci painting of Christ? What's the last? Does the is the uh, Pontiac Hearse going to race to the scene of this and find some constitutional mm-hmm. violation? After all, it was sold in New York. Were any public? Uh, was any of the public involved? So that uh, that fifty nine Pontiac Hearse can double park outside <laughs> Christie's auction house while the Freedom from Religion gang runs inside, uh, blowing their whistles like Vulcans. Not that I would associate the Vulcans with the fifty nine Pontiac Hearse crowd. Okay, the Mona Lisa is also known as one of the most valuable paintings in the world. It holds the Guinness World Record for the highest known insurance valuation in history at one hundred million in nineteen sixty two. Which is worth nineteen sixty-two. Yeah, that's a lot of money in nineteen sixty-two. Right, it's eight hundred million in twenty seventeen. That's really? that's adjusted. Wow, which is worth nearly eight hundred million in two thousand seventeen. Well, we don't know who bought it. Maybe it's some Arab sheik or something. I have no idea. Just a moment. Well, Al Franken got his uh, picture on the cover of about every news site in the world. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. How is this going to play out? I don't know. I think it's a two-part problem he faces. What part? If you don't know the story, uh, a woman named Leanne Tweeden, who is a a radio personality in L.A., was on a uh, USO tour in December of 06, entertaining the troops in the Middle East. And Franken was among the celebrities on the tour, and he wrote a skit in which he and uh, Leanne Tweeden had to smooch mm-hmm. and she figured well i i'll just go up on stage and i'll turn my cheek and it turns out during rehearsal she alleges that he wanted to practice the smooch ah and according to her he went full alfalfa yeah i know there's three kinds right uh there's peach yep there's prune right and i think senator franken went alfalfa <laughs> <laughs> yeah those are the three types of kisses there are he went alfalfa yeah uh, according to her and then also on the flight home, she yeah. was sleeping. And this is the picture that's being spread about. She was sleeping, and he was playing Come In Rangoo on right. the old uh, upper swimsuit area. Yes, he was. With with perfect knowledge that he was being photographed doing it. So I say he's got a two-part problem. Far be it for me to defend Al Franken. The people who voted for him voted for a clown. And he is a clown. So you got to cut him. Do you, on the second part of the allegation where he was playing Come In Rangoon right. while she was asleep, which seems creepy to me, uh, that she's yeah. asleep. Yes. She's got the Kevlar vest on. Mm-hmm. I think she's still got a helmet on. She does. And they're flying, and he goes up and turns to the camera and gives gives the grin as he pulls this stunt off. Is that tantamount or is that analogous to Ellen DeGeneres doing the funny face looking at Katy Perry? Uh, no. Well, because what I said about Ellen DeGeneres is she's a clown. She That's what she does for a living. She's a professional entertainer. She's a clown. And and that one seemed to have, uh, that one seems to have just disappeared into the ether. She's not in trouble, nor do I think probably she should be. She was being clown-like. Was Franken being clown-like on the photograph? And if so, I, I don't but know if that makes even, it right or not. I, I don't know. Even so... Frank, that one on the airplane was was more ser- way more serious than Ellen's. Ellen, who was probably 
friends with Katy Perry yeah. or acquaintances kind of went, hey, oh, look at that. You know, yeah. bring out the balloons for your birthday. Yeah. And there is always going to be a double standard, whether we like it or not. When it's Between a, men and women? Between, yeah, if it's a woman doing that, it's a different set of rules than yeah. a man doing that. That's yeah. just the way it is. Yeah. But that picture is, um, that's not just sweep it under the rug. I'm a, I'm a liberal, so I'm hiding under the lefty uh, department. There's... And that's twofold. If what she said, and she said, I was quiet. I read her piece. She said, I was quiet until I met with the congresswoman, uh, whose name escapes me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once she was talking to her, she said, oh, my gosh, I shouldn't be quiet about this. And and he he pursued her, especially after the kiss. Doing that to her on the plane, I think, was really piling on. Because he had the upper hand, then she said, he, he kind of... Well, in the show, she's trying to be a show business personality, and he was an established show business personality. This is pre-Senator Franken. Right. Right. And uh, she, I read that she kept quiet because she didn't want uh, to uh, hurt her career. But I don't think you, you can go full alfalfa on somebody. No, and if he, you know. Especially him. Held her, if he held her out. back. What do you mean he held her back? Well, like he he, he grabbed her when he kissed her and oh. kind of went, "Hey, mm-hmm. that's a, I don't know, it's all bad, but that's uh, that's quite serious." Well, because, the because you know, she had said, "Hey, we don't need to practice this. This is not Saturday Night Live. This is a skit for the USO people." She said she told her husband everything and showed him that picture. Why didn't he go beat the crap out of this twerp? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Uh. She's a news anchor on McIntyre in the morning on KABC Radio in Los Angeles. And uh, she, uh, I don't know what she wants to come of this. Uh, I do know that Republican leaders are calling for Franken to resign. I don't know what his defenders will say. Uh, Betty McCollum, uh, uh, Amy Klobuchar, and Mark Dayton all uh, defaulted in their... uh, in their appraisal of this and said this should be a matter for the uh, ethics committee. Um, sorry. Well, that's a that's an interesting question, too. Does the ethics committee, do they have any purview over something that happened 11 years ago? Well, I don't know the answer a, to that. There's a picture of it. Yeah. In her story, it's her story against his story, but they obviously... They obviously have proof with the picture, so that solidifies her story a little more. And the fact that, you know, I I don't know, I have a tough time with people coming out with things later on, but if they feel the need and are so moved, maybe that's just a trend right now. I mean, it's, you know, Betty said, what did she say the other day? She had... She beat some guy up with a rolled-up newspaper. Right. Get away from me. Swatted him away. I don't know. But that being said, my wife and I were talking about There's just about every guy out there has done something at some point. Maybe told a joke. Maybe if you've made somebody feel uncomfortable, it's the degree of harassment or assault, I guess, which is a strong word. Yeah, which is why, you know, I'm not cutting him any slack on the alfalfa. I could be persuaded to think he was being a clown on the photograph, although. But he's grabbing her yeah, up her swimsuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I can't, I can't win here. I, I have no idea. I, I just, and, and I don't think if I excuse that as clownish, that, 
that presumes then that he could do it again. And in today's climate, you cannot do that again. But no, maybe in any climate, you should not do it again. Okay, but people have had many things to say uh, so far over what happened, whether it was Cosby or uh, uh, President, former President Bush and his David Copperfield thing. How this pans out, and they're tipping their hand already, Senator Klobuchar and Governor Dayton and uh, Representative um, McCollum, it seems to me they've all defaulted. They've they've said, well, let's let the ethics committee. Uh, yeah, and when you have because a photo, Al's their buddy, right? But when you have a photo, uh, you call it what it is. You got to say, hey, this is Al. He should not be doing this. Uh, it's terrible, and and then not wait till the ethics committee looks at it. Mm-hmm. I think Franken called for the ethics committee to investigate himself. What what's to investigate? Why why do we have to spend money on that? What's to investigate? You know what an investigation. You got the photograph. Right. An investigation buys you time, and so hopefully, again, it's swept under the rug. Now, those that were pro-Franken and and were all over this Me Too campaign, yes, yes, uh, I can't wait to see what those uh, folks have to say you mean- and how they... Well, I mean, it's people when they came out with this Me Too campaign where I've been made uncomfortable, I've been assaulted, or whatever degree, they were pretty vocal about, hey, here we go. But now that one of you know, the lefties have done it, I don't. I want to see if they're consistent or not. I would never have voted for Franken, uh, and I, I couldn't didn't. because... Yes, I could, couldn't I? I'm thinking of congressional representatives. Oh, you get to vote for senators. Senators, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I I would never vote for him. I'm wondering if if people who voted for him, if they're if they're moved by this or they don't care or uh, that's they're, they're that's what I'm asking. It. I'm uh, I'm, I'm look not looking forward. I'm eager to see how how the the left receives this because just to to see if they go with the flow and say we got to make excuses or. No, he's as guilty as everybody else, so he's got to pay for it, so to speak. Well, Harvey Weinstein really uh, opened the floodgates, didn't he? The cause. The latest now. The cause really did. The cause, and then Harvey, and now Sylvester Stallone is topping Franken in the headlines, which which is just breaking with dreadful. I wasn't even aware of that. Dreadful accusations. Okay. So. What? Okay, let's just get it all out. Let's get it all out of our system here so we know. Is John Hyde available? He's penning as we speak. Commencing garage logic segment number three. Frequent emailer Terry has a good point. He says, I know what you mean about the Christie's marketing of the painting of Christ. They have managed to turn Leonardo da Vinci into Thomas Kincaid. And if you saw a Thomas Kincaid painting, you would instantly recognize it for what it was. He painted, uh, you know, landscapes and uh, churches by the side of a river and lighthouses and made a fortune mass marketing them in mailings. And uh, it's almost as uh, seems as what that's what Christie did with Da Vinci. Ah, That's what I was trying to say. Is Kincaid maybe. the one that had like the uh, the um, wintry theme and there's yeah, a yeah. warm fire? Yeah, and, okay. yeah, yeah. Cottages, a lot of pictures of yeah, cottages yeah, got Kincaid. Yeah. You know. Uh, and they were considered to be maudlin and, and mm-hmm. uh, overwrought. And 
Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thanks, Joe. Cloudy and 31 degrees. The Wild are in action tonight. They're at home to play the Nashville Predators at the Excel Energy Center. Uh, Gophers with a win over Niagara last night. The uh, Gophers now 3-0 on the young season. They'll play Western Carolina at Williams Arena on Sunday afternoon. I didn't realize uh, Reggie Lynch was one block shot short of the Gophers' first triple-double since, what did I read? Like the uh, 60s? I read it this morning, too. Uh, I, I find that incredible. Yeah, it was... Uh, Wolves now 9-5 and five on the season with their first win over the San Antonio Spurs after a dozen straight losses to San Antonio. Woo. They'll play uh, Western Carolina. No, they won't play Western Carolina. That'd be silly, wouldn't it, if they were playing a college team? John, huh? Who typed this? Yeah, John, Lynch came a block short of Minnesota's first triple-double since Michael Thompson's against Ohio State in 1976. There 76, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's, in, that's incredible. Uh, actually, the uh, Timberwolves played Dallas at Dallas. Not South Central. Night. Not Western Carolina. That's that right. would be silly. They yeah. probably beat them. Well, well they played pretty well yeah, last they did. night. They, were, they did play good. Hey, they're in first place. Come yeah. on. Uh, news notes from today. The Minnesota Supreme Court upholding Governor Mark Dayton's line-item veto of the legislature's operating budget, declining to referee, they said, a political uh, dispute between two co-equal branches of government that it said can resolve the issue themselves. It was a 5-1 to one decision. It handed Dayton a major legal victory as he seeks to rework costly tax breaks and other measures that he signed into law this spring as part of a new state budget that left the legislature on uncertain financial footing. The ruler over, uh, ruling overturning a lower court decision that deemed Dayton's action unconstitutional, but the high court did say the state constitution does not allow the courts to order funding for the legislature without an appropriation. Legislature took initial steps earlier today to free up enough money to continue paying its members and staff, but top lawmakers said they may still run out of money in early 2018. Both the House and Senate had halted out-of-state travel, member per diem payments, and other expenses stretching out their funding. Writing for the majority, Chief Justice Loy Sjurven Gildia said this was the first time the court has had to resolve a lawsuit brought by the legislative branch against the executive branch. Associate Justice G. Barry Anderson was the lone dissenter, writing, This is not the occasion for judicial restraint. Los Angeles radio host says Democratic Senator Al Franken forcibly kissed her during a 2006 USO tour. Host said Franken posed for a photo with his hands on her breasts as she slept. Leanne Tweeden accuses Franken in an essay on the website of California radio station KABC, where she works, Tweeden says Franken wrote a skit for the pair during a 2006 USO tour to the Middle East and insisted they practice a kiss during rehearsal. Tweeden says she tried to resist, but says Franken forced himself on her and stuck his tongue in her mouth. A copy of the photo where she's sleeping and Franken puts his hands on her breasts is posted with the article. In a statement, Franken responded, The first thing I want to do is apologize to Leanne, to everyone else who was a part of that tour, to everyone who has worked with me, to everyone I represent, and everyone who counts on me to be an ally and supporter and champion of women. There's more I want to say, but the first and most important thing, and if it's the only thing you care to hear, that's fine, is I'm sorry. He called for an investigation into the allegations. He said, I'm asking that an ethics investigation be undertaken. I will gladly cooperate. Minnesota's legislative contingent didn't pull any punches when talking about the allegations. As a fellow senator and Democrat from Minnesota, Amy Klobuchar works closely with Rankin, but she said this should not have happened to Leanne Tweeden. I strongly condemn this behavior. The Senate Ethics Committee must open an investigation. This is another example, she said, of why we need to change work environments and reporting practices across the nation, including in Congress. Betty McCollum said the Senate Ethics Committee should conduct a formal inquiry into the disturbing allegations. The accountant photo released today can only be described as completely 
inappropriate, of course. Mm-hmm. Got a horn for that, please? Oh, we got no, a horn for that. There. I should I should warn you. Yeah. Yeah, you got to warn me on those. <laughs> you should give me the horn on my... Uh, put it somewhere on my liners page. I'll give you the horn on your liners page. Oh boy. <laughs> and then he'll uh, double-click it, and then I'll get right. the lead. I'll have 15 horns, yeah. The House's fastest sweeping Republican tax bill, cutting taxes for corporations and many people. It puts GOP leaders closer to delivering to pres- uh, President Trump a crucial legislative achievement after nearly a year of things not working out. The House voted 227 to 205 along party lines to approve the bill. It would bring the biggest revamp of the U.S. tax system in three decades. The bill now has to move on to the Senate, where the outcome of a vote there is. Uncertain. Did he pardon the turkey yet? I want to watch that when he pardons the I turkey. Think, I don't think, uh, I don't think so. Maybe? Yeah, that must be next week. Right. Are they Minnesota turkeys? I'll this find year? out from the turkey growers. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll text them. All right. uh, did you see the president looking for his water yesterday? Yes, I did. It was. It was. I missed that. What happened? He well, has he a funny he water drinking. Uh, it, it really a gulp too, doesn't he? He's a funny gulp. He, he, is he, it all at once? Eh, just kind of an odd uh, contortion there to get and the water in. He held the bottle like a chalice in mass. Did you notice that? <laughs> ah. two, two hands. So he drinks it like my two-year-old. <laughs> Both hands on. He needs and... a sippy cup. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, feather. See that now? I have... It sounds very awkward. Well, it was awkward because he looked underneath his podium and couldn't find it and said, oh, I can't find my water. And somebody said, it's right to your right. It was sitting on a table. It was right. So, Got it. And he took his sip like a chalice. Was it tremendous water? It was the best water he's ever tasted. He the, made it. <laughs> the federal corruption trial of New Jersey Democratic Senator Bob Menendez ended in a mistrial today after the jury reported it is hopelessly deadlocked. Judge William Walls declared the mistrial after interviewing several jurors this morning. The Justice Department has been investigating Menendez for nearly five years. Prosecutors did not immediately announce whether they will refile charges against Menendez. He faced charges of conspiracy, bribery, and honest services fraud related to abusing the power of his office that could carry decades in prison. Prosecutors say the senator accepted more than $600,000 in political contributions, a luxurious hotel suite at the Park Hyatt in Paris, and free rides on a private jet from a wealthy doctor. This is the trial during which a juror said, what is a senator? (laughs) Yeah, that, that is the one. A Texas sheriff reportedly threatened to bring disorderly conduct charges against a truck driver for displaying a profane anti-Donald Trump sticker on the rear window of his vehicle. Sheriff Troy Nails in Ford Bend County told the Houston Chronicle he had received a lot of complaints about the large sticker which read, Bleep Trump and bleep you for voting for him. Nails posted a photo of the truck and the offending sticker on his Facebook page with the message, I've received numerous calls regarding this display. If you know who owns this truck or it's yours, I'd like to discuss it with you. Our prosecutor has informed us she would accept disorderly conduct charges regarding it. The truck's driver turned out to be Karen Fonseca, a former employee of Nail's department at the county jail. She said the truck belongs to her husband, that she sometimes drives it. The sticker was put on shortly after Trump was sworn in. Fonseca said it's not to cause hate or animosity, it's just our freedom of speech that we're exercising it. At a news conference yesterday, Nails seemed to back down from the idea of pursuing charges, saying he supports freedom of speech and acknowledging a Supreme Court case from 1971 that overturned the conviction of a man for disturbing the peace by wearing a jacket with an expletive as part of a protest against the Vietnam War. Hey, Joe, Mm -hmm. uh, back to uh, what is a senator? Right. Are you sure that that was a statement being made and not an answer to Jeopardy being given? No, it was a statement being made. Got it. Nation's Restaurant News has conducted a survey to rate customer loyalty to restaurant chains. The uh, top one on the list, 
In and Out, which we don't have here, of course. The oh, Burger no. Chain. Terribly overrated. Paris Hilton. Terribly overrated. 62% of respondents said their last visit was motivated by the brand and not the convenience. In fact, it was downright lousy. What? Yeah, it wasn't any good. You're crazy. It wasn't any good. It wasn't any good. It's all hype. My kid lived in L.A. for a year, and he he loved it. Yeah, well, he has no taste. all I can tell (laughs) Take and bake pizza joint Papa Murphy's came in second with a 60% score. Rounding out the top 10, Red Lobster, Texas Roadhouse, Raising Cane's, Cracker Barrel, Panera Bread, Captain D's, Chick-fil-A, and Krispy Kreme. All I was just really hungry, and I wanted to have an In-N-Out burger. Yeah. All of which had a score between 50 and 54%. A dead last on the list, McDonald's. Really? Only huh. 28% of the people saying they were uh, driven primarily by a desire to actually eat the food there. Really? Other, really? other ones you may know on the list in the bottom 10, uh, Fridays, TGI Fridays, Buffalo Wild Wings, Sabaro, Jimmy John's, and Hooters. Any other potential advertisers? No, that uh, uh, wraps it up, doesn't it? Pretty much. <laughs> I think, well, I got the good ones in, too. All so. right. Yeah, you did. All right, here's Dave Nall. Here's Dave Dahl. So much for seeing a little sunshine today, Joe. Boy, I miss it. Yeah, I do, too. A lot of folks are getting a little tired of this cloud cover, and unfortunately it's going to be with us now uh, tomorrow and into Saturday as well. We may get some clearing by Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, but boy, this is uh, just crazy. It's going to stay cloudy tonight. Some areas of light rain and drizzle forming in the southwestern part of the state. Our temperature is hanging right around that freezing point at 31, so we might get a little bit of freezing mist, freezing drizzle before the warmer air kind of slides in here. Overnight tonight, our temperatures are going to rise more than likely. Uh, So Friday's high temperature getting up to 45. Uh, We will have some drizzle in the morning, some light rain showers through the early afternoon. And then it could change over to some snow by Friday night. A little bit. Doesn't look like uh, accumulations will be great at all. Probably less than an inch. Saturday morning flurries and turning sharply colder. A high temperature occurring in the morning right around uh, probably 28 degrees with temperatures holding steady throughout the day and wind chills in the lower teens most of Saturday. Sunday's high up to 34 and it warms back up to 46 by Monday of next week. And the travel week looks pretty good for Thanksgiving at this point. No big storms in sight. Tonight, though, going for some freezing drizzle and freezing mist uh, if our temps stay right around that 31, 32 degree mark. So watch out for that later on this evening. Right now, Joe, we are at 31. All right, thank you. There's a half-page ad in today's Star Tribune placed by the Save Lake Calhoun group. Save, wah, 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 savelakecalhoun.com. Okay. And it says, goodbye, Lake Calhoun, you will be missed. Next week, your elected officials are voting to rename the Lake Bidet Makaska. And and then every sentiment they express, we've discussed. Because basically what happened to Lake Calhoun is it got power washed. Right. Sadly, our county commissioners have chosen to ignore 80% of Minnesotans in order to appease extremist political activists. But it's our fault. We, the silent majority, stayed silent. How many of us attended the public hearing to protest? How many of us wrote a personal letter or called our county commissioner to voice our opinion? And for that, there are consequences. It doesn't matter that for as long as there's been a Minneapolis, there's been a Lake Calhoun. It doesn't matter that for our grandparents and our grandparents' grandparents, there's always been a Lake Calhoun. It doesn't matter that everyone in Minneapolis and throughout the state recognizes the iconic name of Lake Calhoun. Just a minute. That's got to get foghorned. (laughs) 
Wait for it. You know what? Wait you know, for it. It's know, coming. Let me tell Wait you. Wait for it. We got her. I can't see the arrow. I, know, I got her. Uh-huh. That's why I put it on there twice for you. So yeah. when you did it the first time, it would just double click. We'll down. get those really big buttons. Yeah. It doesn't matter that the uh-huh. name is ubiquitous, a part of the names of scores of businesses, homes, buildings, and organizations. Yes, the soldiers whom Secretary of War John C. Calhoun sent to Minnesota Territory in 1820 to build Fort Snelling surveyed and named the lake after him, but it doesn't matter that this was 200 years ago and that this connection has long been forgotten, nor does it matter that the origin of the name is a forgotten footnote in the history books. That's why it's been power washed. It doesn't matter that for five and a half million visitors, Lake Calhoun merely represents beaches, sunshine, vitality, picnics, recreation, sailing, volleyball, swimming, biking, running, walking, and great summer memories. It doesn't matter that it doesn't matter that Lake Calhoun is ingrained in our history and our memories. It doesn't matter that Lake Calhoun is an urban jewel. It doesn't matter that it was a living, cherished, indelible part of our lives. Goodbye, Lake Calhoun. You will be missed, and be sure to thank your elected officials. And then they note this is your last chance. This week is your last chance to tell your elected officials to stop this injustice. Hennepin County commissioners who seem unsure. Uh, whether Lake Calhoun matters, and then they list uh, Mike Opat, Linda Higgins, uh, Green, uh, McLaughlin, uh, Gettle, and Callison with their phone numbers and email addresses. Uh, and then they say, if you email the commissioners, please copy Peter Boulay at, at the state and Adam at SaveLakeCalhoun.com. <clears throat> well, I'm with you, SaveLakeCalhoun.com. It's just too late now, is it? I, I, it's not. It's not. It still has to get through a lot of uh, clearances at the DNR and then with the state or not with the federal division of changing the names of things. It's it's not cut and dried, but uh, I don't think it's so much ridiculous as extremely dangerous. And these precious editorials at the Star Tribune uh, got it completely wrong, uh, if you'll recall. They said, oh, just changing the name of Lake Calhoun, that isn't going to lead to anything like eliminating the Washington Monument. Well, within what? A week or two? Yep. Boom. Christ Church in Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia, uh, George Washington's church. They're removing any references to George Washington because some parishioners might feel uncomfortable. You can't go down this road. This is a road. We need to say no. This is the road the Mysterians want to take you down. I, I won't go into it again. I've been down this road many times. This is the road the Mysterians want to take you down. You can't bring about the mystery if you don't bring about the sanitizing of history. And who's going to be in charge of that? You're going to continue to let Mysterians win? Some virtuous pedestrian at Lake Calhoun five years ago wanted to point out how sensitive he was, so he gets his two minutes on TV. Bleep you. Right. Nobody stood up to the guy. Well, we did. Then they got a picture of Calhoun with sailboats on it, and you can see the city in the background. Uh, no, it's a shame. It's just a shame. The the lake uh, the lake name got power washed. Until that do-gooder spoke up, nobody even thought to even bother to wonder why it was named Lake Calhoun. Right. Name it for John C. Calhoun and Amos and Andy. You don't remember him, Sandy. I don't. You're way too young. But I've heard that. I've heard that reference, mm-hmm. though. Well, good luck to uh, www.savelakecalhoun.com. I don't know if there's time. I, I don't think it's a completely done deal. Say we. And what's uh, next? Yeah, again, like you say, what is next? What anything can what be name? next. 
Anything can be next if you're going to let Mysterians run the show. If you're going to let Mysterians take over and reinvent the country, then anything is next. Are we digging up dirt on uh, on Snelling? Hosiah? Yeah. I don't know. Did he have a bad... Uh, was he a slave owner? I don't, I don't, I'm not, oh, I don't know anything about it. It sla- might be something else that mm-hmm. somebody didn't like. might not be slaves. It might be he jaywalked. Say, uh, you recall the name Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle was... Uh, she appeared the, on Britain's Got Talent, and she was frumpy-looking. Very home, it, uh, homely. I everyone was prepared to uh, be uncharitable to her, including that goofball host. What's his name? Simon, Simon. LeBon? Yeah. Simon, Simon, what's his name? Cowell. Simon Cowell. Cowell. And then she belted out a beautiful song, and everyone was taken aback, and then she had a great... Or I don't know what her career is at the moment. Then, uh, then along came Paul Potts. I remember Paul. Paul uh, kind of had a... He had, like the, the, bad had, the, teeth had the bad teeth. Right. He was from Wales, and he yep. did he did the same thing. They thought, "Oh, look at this bumpkin," and then he belted out an opera song that just blew everyone away. Yeah, well, there's that. another one we've come across. Yeah, this uh, one's. Uh... His name is uh, Dylan Saliba, and uh, he's an Australian plumber. And uh, we're going to play him for you. Uh, when we come back, after has an this. amazing voice. It's <laughs> just amazing. amazing. Just incredible. And uh, it frustrates it, me because I I don't have any voice. Oh, you have a better voice than you can sing better. You can hold a note or a key. I can't even sing on key. Oh, okay, I'll agree with that. Just a moment. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. I knew people who were at the Palace Theater. Last night in St. Paul, I Is spent it some the palace. Yeah, yeah, I spent some time with those people prior to at an event. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was sent videos of the Wilco concert, and uh, the people that were uh, texting me were raving about the acoustics. Oh good, oh good. That's another good thing for St. Paul then. Well, it's not a very good deal for St. Paul because no, they're not, not making much money off it at all. But I want people to get Jam down productions there. Productions is right, but I want people to get down there and spend some money so the waiters and the waitstaff can. Hey, speaking of money, if you're looking to donate on Give to the Max today, today to which group? Uh, Second Stork on the Garage Logic Facebook page, SecondStork.org. We need the money, All right. and we don't get much publicity, so All right. I'm going to do a couple more. Then plugs you can today. take back the fiber and, and throw that at. I'll Second throw that Stork. in the kitty. Hey, right. I, hey, hey, hey! I bought you dinner. Yeah, you did. I picked up a check. Well, I feel a lot better. Well, good old alligator rhymes comes to us five bucks. For you to say you picked up the check. <laughs> 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis, 